friends, this is Friends Off Topic. Spend the next hour and a half taking a break from true crime, heavy thinking, news and cell phones. We're going back to a simpler time. A time when the most you had to worry about was your magazine subscriptions, checking your answering machine, hanging out with your friends, and watching movies. Everybody likes movies, right? Yeah. I guess. Mm. Good answer. <laughs> We watched the movie this week on Paramount Plus. Before we get into it, you might want to watch the movie. The movie was The Craft. We'll be giving trivia, fun facts, and spoilers throughout the episode, so you might want to watch it first. We're going to do our best to describe the movie, so if you don't watch it, you're still going to be able to follow the episode. So every week we pick four movies, and Crystal makes sure we get one from horror, comedy, drama, and action and we let our listeners vote to choose the next one on Facebook and Spotify. So go vote. And you can drop us a message or an email at friendsofftopic at gmail.com and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We want to hear from you. All right, so get out your candles, spell books, and don that 90s grunge black clothing because we are the weirdos, mister. This week we watched The Craft. Right? Did y'all love it? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Who doesn't want to be a witch? But we also watched it on Hulu. Oh, Hulu. Yeah. Well, I don't have that. I know you don't. That's why I wanted <laughs> to throw it in there. Real people watch it on Hulu. Cheap people watch it on <laughs> whatever else. You watch? <laughs> I don't remember. She watched it on Paramount Plus. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Paramount Plus. That's what it was. I that's forgot. Not, that's not too cheap. So welcome to the witching hour. It's Carrie meets Clueless. Spend the weekend with the girls. That was one of the taglines. Really? <laughs> Did you think I wrote that? No. Yes. You I thought was I... like, damn, snap, oh. snap. Oh, no, I, I thought, thought y'all were. <laughs> I thought you always got those as like a tagline that you found. They are taglines that I find. You didn't think I could have wrote that? I think that you could have, but I don't think that you did. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea thought I did. So someone believes it's in believable. me. Believable. <laughs> Believe in me. Uh, I'm here for it. Uh, I remember the preview for this and like the line when Skeet's like, they're witches. That's what I remember. I don't remember the preview or the trailer really? or anything. I probably should have. They do have an option where you can watch the trailer before you watch the actual movie, but I didn't do that. Mm, disc, disc. I'll give it a shot next time. That's okay. I don't remember if I watched it or not. I just recognized the parts from the movies because I saw the preview or whatever so many times. Is that different than the trailer? No. I mean, they have teasers that are really short, and then they have the actual trailer that's like 90 Tells seconds Tells you the whole movie. Basically. Yeah. Those are my pet peeves when it yeah. goes so much. I usually try to stop it before the end because it goes so much that I'm like, you see like key points of the movie. Yeah. The way my brain works, my ADD brain, I've already figured it out. It's like, what's the point? Yeah. What else can I do with three hours of my life? <laughs> or you can really hear about my pet A peeve. podcast. <laughs> You can really hear about my pet peeve about uh, previews. I bet Crystal knows. Oh, it. I was like, what pet? What other pet? Oh, peeve there's so do many. There's which, so many. Which one is coming out next? Do Don't. not say there's a twist. That's it. Don't she ever knew. do it. Because then you know it's not a twist. It's but twist. A twist. And what's the other thing that bothers her? It's uh, oh, there's a lot. <laughs> no, what I can't remember. It? I can't think regardless. I already know, like, no. just the one where... Nevertheless. So we had that one conversation on during our text conversation. Oh, yeah, you would make it, do it on purpose. What I was it? did not Game do that Game changer. One. 
That's, that's it. it. Game but changer. But that one time that I said <laughs> I there's what a, it was. But that one time I said there was a really cool twist in a movie, like I really wanted to tell y'all that. And it was just happened to be right after you had said, I hate when oh. people give away plot twists. And then you were like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> what movie was it? I can't remember. I probably didn't watch it because I knew there was a twist. I do like a twist, though. I like I these Staples pens. Oh, is that what it is? They write very well. I've never even been to a Staples. Did you bring that pen? <laughs> I think I might have gotten it from work. I don't. Did I put it there? I don't know where it came from. Never had. We don't even have a staple. Oh, it is my pen. It's my. I got it from work. You brought the pen that you liked and you had to tell everybody. Yep. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's get into this movie now. (laughs) Yeah, because if not, I'm going to talk about my penis pen that got stolen at work. That's After the hurricane. I don't know. The hurricane might have took it, but I really think somebody stole it. Was it one of those ones where, like, you turn it upside down and it turns into a penis? Is it shaped like a penis? No, it is totally shaped like a penis. Like, I brought it to work thinking no one would steal it. And if you did, I would fucking know. Like, you thought it was safe. Yes. Who else would want a penis pen? A lot of people. Yeah. It was... It caused a lot. Maybe of, they didn't have their own penis and they had to get one on a penis. It caused a lot of drama at work. Like they made me keep it in my drawer. Oh, in case somebody accidentally went in my case and saw it and got offended. Stay out of my fucking shit. You need to get one of those boob hats. Can you wear a hat at work? <laughs> I can't. Well, I mean, yeah, but I don't want to wear. It. I'm not a hat person. Mm. I have a Charlie wear Brown head. A boob hat and see if anybody has a problem with <laughs> a it. Boob hat. Start a real problem. Oh yeah. You want to talk about the movie Crystal? Just whenever you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I could go on and on about what I liked about them, but I guess I'll start the movie. What's the synopsis, Crystal? All right. After transferring to a Los Angeles high school, Sarah finds that her telekinetic gift appeals to a group of three wannabe witches who happen to be seeking a fourth member for their rituals. Bonnie, Rochelle, and Nancy, like Sarah herself, all have troubled backgrounds which combined with their nascent powers lead to dangerous consequences when a minor spell causes a fellow student to lose her hair the girls grow power mad oh what is nascent i have no idea i've never heard that you wrote it down though you didn't want to know what it was to look it up to make sure that i pronounced it right but i sounds right i forgot hmm i like that word though i want to know what it are you googling it nascent (laughs) (laughs) sounds good just coming into existence and beginning to display signs of future potential Mm, it's a good word so this movie was rated r for terror violence and brief language according to you say brief language yeah what does that even mean Uh, i think they say like a bad word (laughs) no like they they i read that they they got the r thing because of the witchcraft stuff yeah like they only drop one f-bomb yeah that's it and it was uh because it's teenagers doing yeah. witchcraft i think yeah. was part of it they said the witchcraft caused they it say to bitch get i feel like they said r rating yeah okay. marcia says that bitch was allowed though <laughs> it was <laughs> like i think you can still say bitch on the radio Oh, there was something that they were saying. They can say ass on like anything. Once they started saying all of these words, like I heard dick on TV and I heard bitch on TV and I was like, what's happening? Douchebag. I picked up all my bad words walking the streets with my friends. (laughs) (laughs) Not from TV. Can't blame TV. friends, ladies of the night? No, we were just (laughs) bad ladies. (laughs) (laughs) It's a prostitute. It was like in elementary school. Learning all the bad words. 
What song was it we had heard? Bitch. No, it was a bad song. You're tickling the me. Sal- is it the Woe Sally? I'm sorry. No, it'll come to me later. I learned all my out. bad words from my father. I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, oh, I think it was like based off the one, two, buckle my shoe, but it was something else. It was like a bad word song. Oh, you got to remember it. I, I want to know. Instead of playing light as a feather, stiff as a board, we'll sing that song. <laughs> uh, did y'all, so we already talked about if you loved it or not. Yeah. Um, I have a link for, we can post later, uh, Siskel and his friend. Reed What's Ge- his friend? <laughs> What's his name? Siskel, <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> oh yeah, and y'all make sure I don't say uh a lot. It's terrible. I've been working on it. They review... Um, really Are you serious? What? You Did literally I just Did said I um. I didn't know I said it. Do it that every time. Every time I say it, so it'll scar me, and then I'll stop saying it. We should have a buzzer. Oh, that would be good. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> cause a big problem. I'm going to, did I do it again? I do it too, though. So. No. Oh. <laughs> that one was on purpose. I was like, I'm fucking done. <laughs> Get a flask water. So anyway, I love going back to these mu- movie reviewers because they were so popular whenever all these movies. You know, that's who you would go to. What yeah, did, that was what before Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Did they give it thumbs up or thumbs yeah. down? Um, they gave it a thumbs down. Oh. And also, when I was poo, looking poo. them up, I learned that I had no idea what the brown-haired one looked like. I knew who the gray one was. Yeah. Like, do you know which one that one is? Mm-mm. I knew him. Um, they said that the writing was dumb and the special effects were dumb and it could have been better if it was more like Clueless. Ew. I I thought it was good. I thought they seemed like typical teenagers, for the most part, like goth like teenagers. I trying to think of what that would be like. If it was clue, it can't be clueless because it's totally that. different. Like, ooh. But that's what they said. And but I thought that they seemed pretty typical. You know, uh, I saw that the Eber guy passed away from cancer in 2013. Ebert, Ebert, mm-hmm. <laughs> Ebert. Slap anyway, them T's. That's it. All right. So the budget. It says that. Did anybody else have the budget? Mm-mm. Yes. And what? What did you have? Fifteen mil. And 55 made. Yeah. And it said it was like a surprise hit that it made so much. Because all of us secretly want witchy powers. Well, and they were all pretty young girls. I mean, who's not going to want to go see that Catholic school girl uniforms? Lillian was watching part of the end with me and she was like, that girl looks familiar. And I was like, who? And she pointed to Neve Campbell and I was like, well, she's on Scream. So you see, you've seen her a lot lately. Yeah, (laughs) A lot because we've seen all the Scream movies. Uh, did you write down the writer and the director, Crystal? I did. I also wrote down the IMDb and tomato scores. Oh, yes. Tell us. Uh, so IMDb, 6.4 out of 10. 57% tomato meter, 65% audience score. So obviously the ob- audience liked it better than the reviewers. Um, yeah, they're old ass men. Yeah. It's a horror fantasy. Why to watch? Dark, magical, and suspenseful. That was horror and not horror. <laughs> horror okay (laughs) director is andrew fleming he did one episode of a lot of shows did arrested development new girl love arrested development two of franklin bash dick and new girl threesome bad dreams are those real shows he also wrote the craft uh dick threesome and bad dreams are movies um 
Oh, he wrote the craft. Dick Threesome is. The- <laughs> I'm talking about the director. He oh, also oh. wrote it. You dick bag. <laughs> you tell me about the is, writer. Is Dick Threesome one title? It's Dick, comma Threesome. And that's a TV show. Two different movies. Okay. Oh, a movie. Oh. Um, I was okay. like, did we get into the porn industry as well? Dick no, Threesome. I, I did write that one down. I think. Uh, Maybe you should write that one. Writers and Andrew Fleming and Peter Filardi, who. Peter Filardi did Flatliners, the old one and the new one. Yeah, I saw that. And an episode of MacGyver and Ricky Six, whatever that nonsense is. I remember MacGyver. <laughs> uh, there is a, I don't know if it's a sequel or not, but it's The Craft Legacy. It came out in 2020. 48% on the tomato meter, 25% audience score. So I assume it was a piece of garbage. Uh, I actually have some info about the sequel in a minute. Oh, go ahead. You want it now? It's relevant. Yeah. Why are we talking yeah. about it? I didn't get to watch it because I couldn't find it to watch. But um, one of the people from the craft was in it, like a cameo at the end. It has bad reviews. It looks bad. looks boring or whatever. The girl that wrote it or directed it or whatever is the one. Did y'all watch? Y'all watch New Girl, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Schmitz, the senator mm-hmm. lady. Yeah. She She's the one. Yeah. Oh. And uh, oh, what was her name? Jeez, I don't think I wrote it down. But um, it sounded like they wanted to make more after that. And the way it ended, it sounded like they could make more. Spoiler alert. It, don't listen to the next couple minutes if you're going to watch The Craft Legacy. Um, There's a twist. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it came out of your mouth. You're That's the worst. I knew it was going to come up. <laughs> um. So let's see. Uh, there's Lily as the new girl at school. It's almost just like the craft. Uh, David Duchovny is in it. Her mom's boyfriend is David oh. Duchovny. All right. And uh, at the new school, school, she meets three girls who are looking for their fourth to practice witchcraft. Lily is a natural born witch. Shocker. Um, the girls meet Timmy, and he's a total creep. She joins their coven, and they start practicing witchcraft. There's witchy shenanigans, but none of it is very relevant to the big plot twist at the end. Lily finds out she was adopted. Plot twist. Plot twist. It's a twist. There's a twist. There's a twist. (laughs) (laughs) So she goes to find the adoption papers in her mother's room, and she explains why she never told her. She said that the mother had some trauma, and she was assigned her case at the crisis center. Mm -hmm. That's all we know for now. And then they defeat the uh, the witches defeat the big bad. I don't know what that is. The big <laughs> bad wolf. <laughs> I don't know. All right. I don't know. Lily uh, visits her birth mother, and it's Feruza Balk mm-hmm. at the end. So um, she was only in it for about one minute. But she went there. They went to visit her in the crazy house. Yeah. Sorry, spoiler alert. Yeah. And then that was the mother. So I thought that was kind of cool. And yeah. it sounded like it could that. Like lead the, up to a sequel. The therapist adopted it? her kid. Yeah. But so. whose baby was it? Was it Skeet's baby? Mm. Skeet, Skeet, Skeet. Mm. That's it. Anyway, Zoe Lister-Jones. That's the lady's name. All right. So I thought that was interesting. And she sounded like she wanted to make a sequel to it. Crystal also said there was a triple X sequel that she watched. Oh, it. my God. <laughs> no? The Craft Triple uh, X. What is it? Welcome to the Dicking Hour? Yes, it was. I forgot I sent y'all a picture. <laughs> Porn parody. 
All right. So the concept for the craft came from a collaboration between producer Douglas Wick, who wanted to create a film about the high school experience, blended with witchcraft and screenwriter Peter Filardi, who extensively researched the topic and wrote the initial draft. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. You did a great job. Thanks. I feel like I did. I saw that uh, it inspired the Dark, Dark Horse song, the Katy Perry one. No, it's, not uh, into it. No, I liked her performance at, I can't remember, whatever video thing. I don't know if I saw it. Which everybody one was, was it? was like, Illuminati. <laughs> That's what they said in it? That's what everybody said it was. Oh, I didn't see it. But then the actual music video was not very fun. For Don't Dark they say Horse? the same about Beyonce? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Beyonce is in love with her armpits. Oh, what? Tell me about that. Every time you see her in a photo, <laughs> her arms are up. She's just showing them armpits off all the time. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> she white girl dancing. Fun fact. That's all it is. Beyonce does not white girl dance. If she got her arms up in the air all the time, that's what I'm it about is. Photos and stuff. She always oh, has her okay. arms up. I got you. She's happy. Friends off topic. <laughs> I had some other witch movies. Did you ever see Teen Witch? I don't know. It's no. got that top that song in it. Oh, you need to I watch that Sabrina, song. I watched Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I didn't write that one down. I remember that. I liked it. Yeah. Bed knobs and Broomsticks, Return to Oz, Wizard of Oz, Practical Magic. My oh, favorite. That's a good one. I knew Crystal liked that one. What's the one with the witches? Um The Witches of Eastwick. Yeah. That's the one I'm thinking of. I like that one. That's a very good one too. Which one is that? Share uh, and oh, I've never seen yeah. that one. I've heard Jack of it. Nicholson. My favorite Nicholson scene thing? is where they're like eating yeah. the cherries and they're spitting them, and then he starts vomiting. Yeah, that's oh. the most memorable part. I love it. I've not seen that. <laughs> yeah, it's unpleasant. <laughs> it yeah. sounds terrible, but I want to see it. Um, let's see. Um, I guess we can start the narration. Hit it. Sure. I mean, I have little notes here and there about the different um, people, but it's like we can throw them in as we go. All right. So at the beginning of the movie, we see um, Sarah riding in the car and it's raining and um, she sees a snake out the window and they pull up to their new house and we see there's a dad and we're assuming a stepmom. I didn't even remember her. That yeah. she was in it. I don't. I was. I don't even know if I have her in here. I just remember to the dad. Um, the house is raining on the inside. Their new house that they just bought, and yeah. I'm like, did they not go look at it before I they know, bought and she's it? She's talking about how great the floor is, and I'm <laughs> thinking, not for fucking long. It's like raining in your house, and your new furniture is in there though. Like that's mm. a big. Mm, I would I'm be livid. Like watching that as a teenager, that all went over my head. But as a grown up now, I'm like, oh, this yeah. is major. I would be freaking out. Yeah. And um, she's uh, down at the bottom of the stairs later on unpacking some boxes. And we see this guy walk in with a snake. He says, I found this out back. Do you want it? And he keeps telling her to relax. And she's freaking out and too scared to move. And then her dad chases the man away with the fire poker, and then he stabs the snake. Right? Yeah, she was like, Dad. <laughs> and he it felt so bad for the still snake. There. I'm not a snake killer. I don't know. I'd push it outside. Same. 
I don't want to kill it. I would um, just stand there and look at it. <laughs> I instantly me. freeze. You call me. I'll go get okay. the snake for you. I'm not scared. Um, now we see dad bringing her to school. They're discussing how she could have waited because she doesn't have a uniform yet. She says she couldn't stay home and watch daytime TV. I would have stayed home and Same. watched daytime TV. Yeah. Wheel of Fortune. Is that where, where it, would it come that? on during the daytime? Yeah. Talk shows. See, I had to watch all the trash. Well, back when they had different kinds of trash, and it wasn't no, only... No, what was the one? The Price is Right. That one came on at oh, 10. Yeah. I remember. I did watch that one. Days of Our Lives, <laughs> The Young and the Restless. I knew when it was Days of Our Lives time, it was almost nap time. I watched like a week's worth of that with my mom and sister, and it was like nothing happened no. in the whole week. I think I started watching it months later, and it was almost still all the same things happening. I used to work out at um, Spar, and that's what we'd be on like during the day and stuff and i got into watching the soaps while i ran on the elliptical <laughs> people really loved them yeah i don't know i remember remember we talked about how many hours of days of our lives there were it was a lot which one was your favorite crystal days of our lives mm. well, sammy what, um yeah, and that woman who like gets possessed and shit. Oh, uh, I can't remember. Her name. Starts with an M. I want to say Martha, but it's not Martha. No, no, somebody I is can't think. ready to choke us through the through the <laughs> airwaves. So now we see it's a Catholic school with all the uniforms, and we see the girls, the three girls walking. I thought they looked super cool. Marlena. As a Marlena, that's it. Good job. Yeah, I wrote that they look like a group of disheveled teens. Yeah. Because they just looked a hot damn mess, but then they were all black emo. Yeah. Goth looking. So. Yeah. Bonnie with all her stuff covered up. Rochelle mm -hmm. did not. She looked like a little doll. She yeah. was so perfect looking. Um, We see some boys uh, kind of making fun of them and acting like they're praying when they walk by. And... Nancy faces off with them. She doesn't give a fuck about anything. No. She is scary. Oh, yeah. I used to think she was scary. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me too. Um, I have a little bit of information about Breck and Meyer, one of the bullies, the one that uh, has the longer hair. I hate, okay. which one I hate him. Yeah, he's kind of a D-back. He was on, um, he's about to be on Star Wars Detour, a TV show. He was on nine episodes of Good Girls. Did y'all watch that? Good no. Girls? It's a good show. No. Uh, 64 episodes of King of the Hill. I didn't know that. Um, what? No. Who was he? What? I don't know. I've, I should have looked, but if he was on 64 episodes. Hmm. He was um, probably Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> A little boy. <laughs> Maybe. No, I don't know. Let's see. He was John in Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties. Wow. See, I remember him from Rat Race and Road Trip. Mm. He was also in Clueless. Okay. Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. And he's just been around. And he was Drew Barrymore's first kiss uh -oh. in real life. I saw online. On screen or in a relationship? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Probably on screen because that was probably her first kiss. Yeah. Being an actor. And then the other friend was named Nathaniel Marston. He was on, since we were talking about soap operas, 195 episodes of One Life to Live. 92 episodes of As the World Turns, and he passed away in 2015 in a car accident. Oh, Yes, so there wasn't a lot of information about him. So now we're at the lockers, and Bonnie tells them it's an arrival of something. 
Maybe it's going to be their fourth. And Nancy says, it's her rag arriving. Right, Crystal? (laughs) (laughs) And now they don't need a fourth. (laughs) Nancy is just chilling and hanging on a noose that's hanging out of her locker. And then they head off to class. And Nancy, I noticed, just leaves her locker open. Oh, well, I guess she figures fuck around and I'll hang you. Yeah. And I was like, how did Nancy get to this school? Like, who paid for her to go there? Because we see later she's so poor. Yeah. I was like, maybe she got on probation or something and they sent her there. Maybe. Um, I've got information about Neve Campbell, Nev Campbell. Um, she was Don't in. Don't say, um. <laughs> did I say, <laughs> Get me every time. She was on a song by the way. Uh! Did I do it again? I have a disability. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I have a disability. I think I have a disability if I'm saying it that much. I don't even notice. I almost said it just now. Keep doing it. She was on Party of Five. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear you saying it in my head. I heard. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Uh, <laughs> her wicked. Her Wikipedia said she was not in the last scream because they wouldn't give her enough money. Yeah. And she said that they would have given her a better offer if she had been a man. I don't remember what she was doing in the movie. They said she was, what, in Scream? In the new one? Yeah, like they mentioned that she couldn't come because of some reason, but I couldn't remember. I can't remember. I don't know. On her Wikipedia, it said that she was planning to be in it and they were like sending her a script and then she... Announced that she wasn't going to be in it, and she said, as a woman, I have to work extremely hard in my career to establish my value, especially when it comes to Scream, and she felt like the offer was not adequate. She made that movie. Yeah. So it's like, y'all should have paid her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So Brecken Meyer on King of the Hill played Joseph Gribble, Mr. Haggerty, and Kid Number Two. Oh. I'm trying to think of which one Mr. Haggerty was. I don't watch Joseph that show. Gribble. So. Oh, it's good. I used to watch it a lot. It's funny. He might have been like the guy that worked with. Um, <gasps> now his, you said it. What's his name at? She's at him a lot. The barbecue pit place. Oh, the propane. <laughs> the, yeah, maybe it was his boss, Mister Haggerty. Oh, maybe so. I, I, I can't remember who the boss know. was. Somebody is hurting hearing us talk about that. <laughs> I have um. Mm. Rochelle. <laughs> Rachel True is Rochelle. She was on six yeah. episodes of the Drew Carey show. And they can't release that because it has so much copyrighted music. Like they can't put it on DVDs or anything. Huh. I thought that was interesting. That's she crazy. was on Half Baked. You know who she played on Half Baked? No. Mary Jane. <laughs> I read that. I've never seen the movie. I've seen it like once, I think. And it was stupid. So I was like, yep, never again. Mm, I, it, well, they're making a Half Baked 2 soon. And she's going to be in that one. Hard pass. She was also on a TV show called Half and Half that I've never heard of from 2002 to 2006. It looked <laughs> like that. Did I say it again? Maybe it's like a British show or something. Like maybe it's a European, Canadian. I don't know. She was in a short film called Pink Eye that's about a guy getting pink eye. Hmm. Oh, that's fun. Fun fact. She was also in Sharknado 2. I also haven't watched the, the second one. It's called Sharknado 2, the second one, I believe. Unless I wrote that down wrong. Okay. And she was in Sharknado, Heart of Sharknado, with (laughs) 2.9 stars. (laughs) What? 
You don't uh, want to know that? No, it's just like the, the, the shark It's vital information. Vital. Yeah. I think I saw a part of a Sharknado. I don't even know if I did. I don't I don't know. How mad would you be if I wasn't recording these last 10 minutes? <laughs> I was, but I thought it would be funny. <laughs> At this point, I don't care. <laughs> now we're in French class. and um, Are we? I don't even know what class we're in anymore. Now we're in French class. I'm sorry. I just need to slap myself when I do it. Brecken Myers acting like a turd, talking <laughs> French with the teacher. Shara chimes in and mumbles something in French, and he calls her a snail trail. And what says, what does a snail trail mean? Like the sludge. Your, your goo. Yeah. She's goo. Slimy. So why he says, why aren't we learning Mexican? We're in California. <laughs> God. That's a good point. I will say, knowing I was going to move to California, I did take Spanish. Mm-hmm. Like my last two years. And you remember some of it? Some of it. Do you want to know what Urban Dictionary means? So, snail trail? Yes. A sexual act in which a woman drags her wet vagina across a reclining <laughs> partner's chest or face. What? <laughs> Did they know that? <laughs> I have done that, but I didn't know there was a name for it. Well, you, you hush. No one needs to wait, know that. Wait. Yeah, bring it back, Joel. <laughs> If I didn't see your face, that would have gone over my head. Because I just heard her mumble something. And I'm like, why is Crystal so upset at what she mumbled? That's disgusting. I'm so glad. You're you're a nasty fucking human. It's so funny, though. Were you not a part of this? No. Oh, I thought that this was, was not me. So funny. <laughs> oh, I hope someone's listening through all the cackling. Oh, yeah. I all have. those laughs are On your so leg. loud. You d- Shush! <laughs> those are not things people need to know. <laughs> Plug the children's ears. <laughs> hmm. It's all on video this time, too, thank God. If anyone gets past the 20 minutes of me <laughs> scribbling out notes that I don't even need. So now we see, after he says that about we should be learning Mexican, we see Sarah balancing a pencil on her a point with no hands and it's spinning. And Bonnie notices, and then Sarah notices Bonnie noticing her. Yep. And the pencil falls. Did you ever try to do that in class? No. 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 I accidentally stabbed myself a couple of times, so I was like scared of pencils. Pen- yes. <laughs> So now they're in chemistry, and Sarah needs to find a group to be in. Nancy stares at her like a fucking bitch when she asks. And when she leaves, Bonnie kind of whispers, you could sit with us. But Sarah goes off by herself already. Bonnie says something about that. Nancy doesn't care, and Rochelle just sits there. So on this movie, I saw that Rochelle is 30 while they're filming this. Wow! And they're supposed to be like, what? 16 she ages well yeah oh yeah she's beautiful robin tunney was 24 nev campbell was 23 and feruza balk was is it feruza or feruza i don't know how to say i, it. Know, I always say feruza feruza that's how i say it she was 22 yeah i want to say i'd read that rochelle i don't remember what her real name is rachel tree rachel um ended up firing one of her people 
to get this part. Oh, I did something about um, her agent wouldn't get her the part. Yeah, so she, she was too old or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she ended up getting a new agent that like believed in her and shit and got her the part. Folk. What is it? Fariza Bulk. Fariza Bulk. So, but I was like, golly, there none of these people are teenagers at all. Yeah. So we see now, what was Skeet's name? Chris? Was he Chris in the movie? Chris Hooker. Chris Hooker. He's approaching Sarah outside at lunch, and he apologizes for his friends calling them assholes. She says, you are who you hang out with. (laughs) She's so clever. I wish I was like that as a teenager. Super low-key. Super witty. He's like, wait, you're calling me an asshole? (laughs) I wasn't witty at all. He figures it out that she's calling him an asshole, and she says, people have been rude to me. He says, who? And he turns around and sees it's the bitches of Eastwick. Those are his words. The three girls are sitting a ways away. Bonnie is sitting and looking greasy. (laughs) Rochelle is just sitting there looking beautiful and staring at them. And Nancy is staring at them like a fucking murderer. (laughs) Yeah. And smoking at Mm -hmm. school in front of everyone. At a Catholic school. At a Catholic school. Just smoking at reset. What? Recess. I don't know what it would be called. Lunch, oh, lunch hour. We used to call it lunch. Lunch. We, we didn't call it recess in high school. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish I had Nancy's confidence. Let's see. He says, stay away from them. They're witches. I remember that from the preview. He says, Bonnie has scars all over her. Man, what a bitch. How, could, how dare she? Do we ever know uh, how she got them? So they talk about how it's from a car accident. And it never says that in the movie, but I read the script. And in the script, it talked about her telling them about a car accident she was in and um, waking up and she was on fire getting cut out with the jaws of life. Oh. So. How terrible. cut that out for some reason. They cut out a lot of their little backstories. There was some good ones in there. Um, He says, Nancy is a slut. I did say, um, you didn't even call me on it. I wasn't paying attention. Mm. Nancy's a slut. But he says he doesn't know that from personal experience, of course. But, you know, he's full of shit. Yeah. And he says they're witches and invites her to watch him at football practice. What a stud. How boring. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I was not cool. I probably would have gone if a boy talked to me. Um, No. I'm sorry. (laughs) What can I do when I'm trying to space fill? I love it because technically, what you did end up with a football player. That's a, so I will. <laughs> I will never forget. I said that to Crystal one time that I was like, "When does that ever happen? That a football player ends up with a girl like that?" And she's like, "That In is literally school, that is literally you. That is you. <laughs> it was the, here. I am like." Yeah, but wasn't he? Football? I dated a football player in high school. I was in band. And I dated band people. <laughs> Are we going to discuss or no? You he, tell me later. He was a fucking freshman. I think I was older. And I knew in you denial. in high school. <laughs> I know, I but we. when did we start hanging out, though? Not like until 16, like, 15 or 16. So, like, sophomore or junior? Do I know this person? No. No. Oh, I want to know this person. You tell me later. Okay. So, she acts like she's not going to go. But she does. She's watching him play football, and the three girls come up. Rochelle apologizes for Nancy, and they invite her to coffee. She says she has to go home, but Nancy says you can just make something up. 
And Nancy says Chris Hooker is a jerk. He comes onto anything with tit- tits. Except me, says Bonnie. And then she says that he spreads disease and she would know. Then she yells at him to go long and he calls. Oh, he falls. Mm-mm. I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, he falls and it's really funny to me. Yeah. And I wondered if Nancy really did get a disease from him. Chlamydia. Probably. Is that the one that's the clap? That yeah. I don't know. The clap, I think, is... um. <laughs> I liked that teeth clear. I can't. Oh, I can't remember. Gonorrhea. Yeah. I think okay. that's what the clap is. And why do they call it that, though? Oh... Don't, don't you want to know? know. <laughs> you don't want. <laughs> is it related to snail trail? The clap, the clap is <laughs> the clap is gonorrhea. It's gonna make my skin crawl. <laughs> this episode is rated R. <laughs> I gotta say though, it makes me think Nancy is pretty cool, and it made me a fan that she's like he's a jerk. Like they're trying to warn her away from him, and she's new. Yeah, but to me, she comes off as mentally unstable the entire time <laughs> to a point to where it's frightening. See, I, I thought she seemed pretty normal until they started having things happen. I don't know, man. It got like She seemed worse. bitchy. No, you didn't no. think so? I'm just listening. Oh, are you, are you telling us about why it's called the clap? Yes. Okay, tell me now. So it's a reference to the French word clapier, which means brothel, a place where STDs mm. such as gonorrhea can be transmitted. Got you. Mm. So I wonder why. It's so that's a that wink one. to the brothels. Describes an early treatment for gonorrhea, which was clapping a heavy object <laughs> on the man's I penis. Was just gonna be clapping to get the pus <laughs> discharged. Oh, so they smashed penises. Oh, now you're disgusted to get the goo snail out. trailer. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say because you know how like old medical stuff is out oh, there. I thought you were gonna well. say they encouraged clapping. <laughs> Dude, back in the day, who knows? I mean, I imagine them like whacking it with a book or something. Yeah. Like, what are they doing? Oh, whacking <laughs> it with a book. Oh. Put your penis down. <laughs> so that's this book on it. <laughs> oh, y'all. Oh, the joy of antibiotics. <laughs> thank God. Well, I haven't used it for any kind of snail trails, but. That's good. Thank God it's there if you that's need it. Not for, that's not what a snail trail is. <laughs> Clear it up for us. So, Feruza Balk. So, without even Googling her, I remember her from Return to Oz. Do y'all remember that movie? Waterboy. And Waterboy. But did you watch Return to Oz? No. Oh, you got to watch it. You never saw it, Andrea? I'm trying to think. I saw the one You would with know it. This James is the- Franco in it? No, this one is mm. old this from is like, like 80s. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't see that. It, it had TikTok. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no. No, we can if you want to. If people vote for it, we'll put it on there. I'm not going to veto it. But, I mean, it's it's it was terrifying when I was a kid. They had these things called the wheelers. It's like this gang that had roller skates for feet and hands. And hands? Yeah. They wow. Would, and it would make like this squeaky noise. And like I had a hamster and the hamster wheel would make that noise. <laughs> and it was so scary. What's Man, wrong, I Crystal? just want to see like a human on skates on their hands and feet. Are you writing it down to watch it? No. 
Oh, come right. on. Else, I can tell you more. They this had sounds this, like a great adventure. They had a witch in it that would take her head off. This is for a little kid to watch and switch oh. her head. Mombi, I think, was her name. What? And switch her head with other heads. What the fuck are we talking about? I definitely about? <laughs> did not see this movie. At first, Return I was like, to Oz. Oh, it had Teresa Ball. Maybe. But now she's talking about removing heads. Like, But it's the same movie. Mm. Return to Oz. All right. I'm going to check could, it out. Like, I could keep going. One shroomy evening. I don't um, know. <laughs> I saw she still has a Facebook no. going. No, wait, what'd you say? Not one shroomy evening. I said, I'll check it out one shroomy evening. We watch she's like, fun no. music videos. You don't want to get scared of this movie. Hey, no. The wheelers will scare you. Shrooms the or no shrooms. The wheelers? That's what they were called. I'm excited. Um, <clears throat> Dead. I'm dead. She was in The Worst Witch. That was like I a little Disney. I that one. It has Tim Curry in it. And he sings this song that you have to see this video. You have to. Okay. It's so bad. I'm going to post it on our Facebook. Please do. She was on Almost Famous, American History X, The Waterboy. I love American History X. Deuce is Wild. That is one that I don't think we should do on the podcast. Uh, no. <laughs> Too disturbing, maybe. <laughs> uh, I feel like... Um... It would just be, I, I would not want to say the words that they say. No. Oh. No. I listened to a podcast the other day, and it was about um, the movie Identity. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But it was based on an Agatha Christie book. And the podcast I listened to, they were saying something weird about the title of the book. And, like, don't look it up or whatever. So I finally looked it up. I was like, oh, that's why there's, you'll have to look it up on your own. <laughs> yeah. But I, then I saw, I was like, oh, that's why they wouldn't say anything about it. She was in a ZZ Top music video called Breakaway, and she played a female vampire in it. Hmm. Her and Christina Ricci were in a Moby music video. The Natural Blues. Like, I remember Christina Ricci carrying what? Moby. (laughs) What did I say? Did I say Moby? No, it's Moby. She's just laughing about Moby. Oh, I was like, did I not say it right? (laughs) She is in a band called, she was in a band called Armed Love Militia. Did not know that. And it's. I read that she dated Crispin Glover. Y'all know who that is, right? <gasps> Crispin from uh, the a- rat movie. Yes, gotcha. Willard. Yeah, or um, he was in a lot. Sorry for the teeth sucking sounds. Terrible. He's in the Charlie's Angels. Oh, I didn't see that. He was in Back to the Future. Crystal. I remember. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> He owns a castle. I'll put a link up to that. Wow. I thought it was fascinating. That's one of those things where I just start Googling stuff and then my notes suck. So <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Maybe I need medicine. They we all probably <laughs> need medicine for our ADD. <laughs> they walk to go shopping. Sarah says she doesn't have any money. And Nancy says they get a five finger discount. I bet I would get that. I have five fingers on each hand. You think I'd qualify? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would be too paranoid. Oh, no, I'm not really doing it. No. They notice that Sarah has scars on her wrists, and she says that she did it with a kitchen knife. Nancy, I this is, I may thought Nancy seemed kind of nice that she just says, oh, that's punk rock, and she puts her arm around Sarah and brings her to the store like she doesn't pick on her. Yeah. That's what made me think she wasn't so bad at the beginning. 
So far, they seem like nice girls you could meet whenever you're new in town and at a new school. Except They're accepting the her. Stuff. <laughs> Except, yeah. <laughs> They're teenagers. They're I nice teenagers. girls going stealing together. <laughs> Rochelle asks, uh, Bonnie tells her that she slit her wrist the wrong way. And Rochelle asks Bonnie how she knows that. And Bonnie won't tell her. They go to a really cool witch store with lots of candles. And I think this is the store that she bought after the movie. Yeah. For Rusebalk. Mm-hmm. She actually bought the store? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, like it was um, like the oldest occult store in the area or whatever. And it was going like out of business. So she bought it. I love it. And they actually have done a couple movie things there. I have it in my notes. Okay. I'll bring it up later. But yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to hear about the other movies. Bonnie tells Sarah to steal a book and she says no. They talk about how everything in nature steals, and Sarah says, yeah, but that's for survival, and she already has a diary. And Bonnie says, this isn't a diary. It's for writing spells and stuff, and you don't let anybody read it except for them. And I said, um, no, ma'am. You said what? No, ma'am. She um, said, um, no, ma'am. <laughs> so bad. It's gonna. What's even worse is going to be the noises I make after I realize that hey, I say listeners, it. Hey, listeners, if someone could keep a tally of the uhs and ums in this episode, <laughs> oh, that would be Take wonderful. a shot every time. You Let us, Half a shot. I maybe. really would like to know how many there are. You won't make it. It was so much worse. I think it was the Scream episode. So bad. It was embarrassing. So now I think, why does the store owner let them steal so much? And I noticed that Sarah's hair was looking real wig-like right here. She wore a wig yeah. through the whole movie. Yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why was she that? she had shaved her head previously for her role in, in Empire Records. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was looking. I remember watching this forever ago before I knew that, and I thought her hair looked weird. Yeah, they said when she showed, <laughs> when she showed up to do her tryout thing or whatever, and she showed up with her shaved head, they thought she looked wild. And, and so then, they put a wig on her. So she could try out and and they were still it worked her. out, yeah. Because I was like, why didn't they just get someone with hair? Yeah, I know. But they, she was really good in it. They gave her a very, which I don't know how high her forehead really is. <laughs> they gave her a very high forehead in this movie. I did not notice it. Do you want my uh, Wiccan yes. store stuff? Okay. Yes. Um, in real life, Bulk is a Wiccan. She bought the pagan store she frequented for research as Nancy. So I don't know if it was the same store in the movie. Mm. Um, It's called Panpipes Magical Marketplace. Wow. Claims to be the oldest occult store in the country. Unsolved Mysteries, Dream On, and Witchboard 2. Oh, have used it for filming locations, and it's still open today, but Bulk isn't the owner anymore. I think she owned it for, like, six years or something. Hmm. It's a neat, so, yeah. neat backstory. I didn't know any of that. Yeah. But her cool. being a royal Wiccan helped her get this part, and they consulted her as well as another lady for a lot of their witchy things. Very cool. She looks very witchy in real mm-hmm. life to me. Yeah. Did you see Witchboard 2, Crystal? Nope. <laughs> oh. The lady asks as they're leaving if she's going to pay for that. And she agrees to pay for it. And she says, you're not like your friends. And she gets her to buy another book called The Craft. Did you see that? <laughs> no. <laughs> and then her total was like $50. But she said she didn't have any money. Remember? Mm-hmm. She was lying. Let's see. She... 
Looks like they're walking in a bad neighborhood and it's dark now. I was like, wow, I guess they spent hours walking to the witch store. And now we see the snake guy again. Snake man. Yes. And I was like, I need a backstory to this. So in the script, it said that when he came to the house the first time, the dad called the realtor and he said that he's just this harmless guy that has never hurt anyone, but they knew exactly who it was. Just a little mentally unstable. I guess. (laughs) So... He explains himself later on, saying that God talks to him or whatever. Oh, I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, he does. Oh. He's like, I um, I forget. It'll come up. I saw that he said, I had a dream about you being dead. And they all look at him as he crosses the street and he gets hit by a car. And they all run away to some random furniture in the woods and discuss how they all thought about the car and they can make things happen. They're the four winds. Crystal's got her own four winds sometimes, right? When she drinks enough protein. Yeah, so the snake man says... Did you hear me? <laughs> the four he's winds. in touch with the man. That's oh, what he says. I he's missed that whole thing. touch with the man. He says... Um, he knows what he's talking about. He's in touch with the man. When he says that he dreamed about her. I was like, wow, they jumped into this witch stuff really quick. They just start talking about the four winds all of a sudden. It's just like football game, steal some books, not really going to pay for it, and then... Run this guy over. Doing witches. (laughs) I'm like, I guess they're in like a little hobo town. I see a fire nearby. They discuss the deity Manal that I saw was made up for the movie. Mm -hmm. And Sarah says she's made things happen before, but it's never right. She says, like, she wants it to be quiet, and then she goes deaf for days. And I don't remember the other thing that she said made happen. She said that she made happen. And then they start to talk about invoking the spirit. And Nancy does a lot of weird stuff with her lips while she explains taking him into you. Oh, I know. She started talking about (laughs) men all filling her. And I was like, where are we going with this? I was like, who directed this part? It's got to be, like, really awkward. And they're like, no. There's no way I can say that with a straight face. More lips. Roll your eyes back. Just like that. And I'm like, Rochelle looks way too pretty to be with them. (laughs) Do you remember wearing, like, black lip liner? And then you put lip gloss with it? Mm Mm-hmm. I thought that was so funny. Like, like the Eminem Kim? Mm Mm-hmm. I bet you did that, Crystal. I'm going to post that picture of how I looked in high school with my black hair and a very short haircut with my undercut. Oh, it was cute. You got her haircut, huh? Right? Maybe. She had that haircut in American History. Oh, and yeah. I think you got that That's haircut. That's why I got it. It was cute. Do you have that picture? Yeah. I want to see it. I'm going to post it on our, uh, our Facebook. I love it. And then um, that was the same time whenever you would do, like, the white eyeliner on your top lid. Do y'all remember that? (laughs) No? I never did white. I think I did a lot of black. I only do white if I'm doing, like, 80s vibrant colors. Yeah. That was, like, a style, though, when I maybe I was in middle school. You do, like, white on the top. I remember my sister doing a lot of white eyeliner. Was she younger? Same. Yeah. 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 My I remember. She was like two years um, below me in school. Sharon's so very bad about it. I that. remember Sharon for sure with the white eyeliner. I can't judge. My makeup was not looking good. It still doesn't look good. <laughs> the only makeup I don't even I bother. It's summer. <laughs> is eyeliner and mascara sometimes. And Are you wearing it now? Rare. No, no but it I always just, looks like she is. Yeah. My, not my, fair. Eyebrow, my eyelashes are so thick. She they look like eyebrows. She has double lashes. 
I do. I have double lashes. And what is that? Mm, it's when she you has like two rows two of lashes. Of so it lashes looks like she wears her. eyeliner, but she, it's not. It's and just her lashes. And they grow all the way from end to end. Yeah. Hmm. But so they people are always fucking like, straight out. People are always like, you have something, you have a hair right there. And I'm like, no, it's attached. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is really attached, but it sticks straight out. You need to put on lots and lots of mascara one day so we can see them all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy talks about how Manal makes everything all better. And Sarah is like, nah, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> and she is so turned off by the conversation that she leaves Hobo Town mm-hmm. all alone. The girls stay on the couches, and I guess they drink and smoke. And now we see, I think it's a different day now. She's on a rooftop with Chris Hooker Mm -hmm. drinking beer. She's got on some different clothes, and he wants her to come to his house. Nobody's there. She doesn't want to go. No, no. What was that? I got lost in that (laughs) conversation. There was like, she was talking about heads, and I was like, I don't know what we're doing here either. I don't remember heads. (laughs) Shrunken heads or something like that. Yeah, what? I don't remember that. Yeah. That's why there are three of us. I don't remember that part at all. That's how we make these things happen. (laughs) And um, she doesn't want to go to his house, and he says he's not mad. But you can tell that he is. A couple walks off telling them bye, and I think that was Marsha, one of the girls. She says, nice to meet you, Sarah. What? Marsha. She's Laura. Marsha. Laura Lizzie. <laughs> Is that her? Oh, in the movie, that's her name. <laughs> Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Everybody knows who that is. I love how you call her Marsha. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Lizzie. I'm sorry. I'll get it right. My name, I call them all of the I different know. names. Oh my, you Is go, it that hard to follow? You go back and forth through like their actual name to their character name to a a character they've played in, in our brain that's how our like, brains really work though that is in our in my brain it was marcia and i was like why is marcia so racist oh yeah i thought she was like the nicest of them all no marcia's racist in this movie Marsha's real racist <laughs> she's disgusting she's calling them words i've never even heard of oh let's see and i thought skeet looks so much younger here than in screen yeah it, it was like weird the same year though yeah. right i don't know mm-hmm. I've Make got up. some different notes on Skeet, if y'all want to hear them. Yeah. You want me to skip them? No, go ahead. I kind of tried to find some new info since we just talked about him on Scream. He was in Kevin Spacey's directorial debut, Albino Alligator. Sounds great. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> it takes place in New Orleans. I've never heard of it in my fucking life. Ever. Ever. What's no, it? Albino I'm surprised alligator. it's not the state movie. I don't know. It's not good. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, this never happens. Yeah. In the goofs, I saw that they said there was a goof about a basement. And, you know, we all know about basements in Louisiana. A basement? I was about to say a basement. In New Orleans. No. In New Orleans. You was on floor level. So, but there was like Matt Dillon was in it, Vigo Mortensen, Gary Sinise, Faye Dunaway. That's weird. They no. swept this movie under the rug. Never am I going to hear about it. While escaping from a foiled robbery attempt, three thieves find themselves surrounded by police at a New Orleans bar. Only they're not the people the police are searching for. I mean, it sounds okay. I really thought it was going to be about an albino alligator. No, it was just his out their idea of this is what i know about new orleans okay i was like it sounds like if i was gonna write a movie about new york and i was like you know pizza and subways am i right yeah 
That's all I and know. And germs. <laughs> and germs. And rude people. Yeah. <laughs> it's on Tubi, though, if anybody, if anybody <laughs> wants to watch it. Okay. Thanks. I don't know, though. Times Square is kind of like Bourbon Street. I feel like a little bit. Probably. I don't know if it's any cleaner. Does it stink? I've never been. Oh, man. Bourbon, to Bourbon Street. Street. It smells so bad. Times Square. Oh, I was like, I feel like you've been there. I've been to it Bourbon It smells Street like vomit all days, like different times of the day, different days of the year. It always smells Bourbon like vomit. Street always smells like vomit. Do and there's think, always a fucking liquid pile. I was about to say, do you everywhere. think that you could ever, you know how people do funny and stupid stuff when they drink? If someone has touched that to be funny. Vomit? Or sat in it. No, they had them like drink shit out the gutters. What show was that we watched? Are you serious? You had to like drink. They like literally just like it was Mardi Gras. <gasps> and you know the gutters in New Orleans and Mardi Gras. Like all the spilt booze and piss and vomit and who knows. It's just. And they scooped it up and like they were paying people to drink it. <gasps> and this one homeless dude was just like, yeah. Shot it back. That's awful. Mm-mm. That's awful. Yeah, that's terrible. That's disgusting. I agree. A thousand percent. I read that he left the show Riverdale because he was bored. Here's that's his quote. a boring show. I'm disappointing. I'm disappointed. <laughs> You're disappointing everyone. Same. I, Same. I am disappointing. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> He said, I'm disappointed in acting as a craft. I want everything to go back to Orson Welles and fake noses and changing your voice. It's become so much about personality. Like, wow, that was deep. He sounds like he wants to go back to theater. Yeah. That's where it's at. I envision him being more like his character in these two movies (laughs) that we just watched. Why do I have Feruza Balk again, Joelle? (laughs) Now she's in class another day and the three girls come up this is after her and chris hooker's meeting and they say that he said she was the lousiest lay he's ever had and some of the girls laura lizzie included laugh at her yeah they were like really giving her shit i saw that in the script he said something about she was too big down there lord (laughs) it's disgusting (laughs) I think they should have left that in. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty insulting. That Filardi never talks about the original ending. He just says, it's always different, but Chris always does. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Just Good. know that. All your feelings, he always does. Uh, and then they all say that he said the same things about Nancy. So Sarah goes up to him in the hallway and his friends are at the lockers and they're all acting like jerks. He embarrasses her and says, I don't want to hang out with you. Stop begging. And yeah, she, I was just like, oh, I don't want to go out with you again. Please stop begging. It's pathetic. Oh, perfect impression. It. I felt so bad for her. I probably would have cried and ran away. You said those words to people. <laughs> Dude, I would have fucked them up. <laughs> not, ev- not ever said those words. I would have fucked them up. Like, I would have grabbed him by his hair and smashed his face into the lockers and be like, don't say another fucking thing about me. You were cool. That's than where me. I'm at, though. Whenever I worked Rage. At, whenever I worked at Kroger, <laughs> some guy asked me to go out to eat with him. and I Couldn't think of anything to say, so I immediately just said, I don't eat. <laughs> 
And all his friends laughed and walked away. Aww. You should have just said, I don't eat penises. I, did, I didn't know what to say. Like, she that doesn't was the first eat. thing that came in my brain. I don't eat. As skinny think, as you are, though, he may have believed you. I think next time you need to tell them that you don't speak English. Exactly. No, no, no exactly. I don't speak English. Yeah. <laughs> and then turn around and speak English. I'll never do that. I'm too too feeble. I'll give Not it a feeble. Try. What's the word? Embarrassed. Mm. Quiet. Yeah. Pitiful. <laughs> Which one? Disappointing. <laughs> now we see Rochelle is on swim team or diving club or something like that. And Laura Lizzie, and it says Marsha, but I'm saying Laura Lizzie. <laughs> I just put Laura the bitch. <laughs> That's it. And another girl are laughing while she's getting ready to take a dive. When she dives off, Laura yells shark and messes up her dive and she lands on her back. And the coaches do nothing. In the locker room now, we see Laura is again making fun of her. She says there's some pubic hair in her brush. And then she says, oh, never mind. <coughs> It's just one of Rochelle's nappy ones. And how rude. Instead of throwing her to the floor and trying to kill her, Rochelle just asks, why are you doing this? And Laura says, she doesn't like. And then she says a bad word. We're not going to say those words. (laughs) Is that even like, I had never even heard that word. That's why I I said I've never heard that word. Oh, those words make my stomach hurt. Yeah. Awful. I think it was. Django or whatever where they say it like a lot and I was just like did you say Django I was, was, just I was Django? like did she say just Django it's just Django I don't know they just say the n word so much like the entire movie I was uncomfortable yeah I was like Ugh. I saw most of that movie and then someone stopped it when there was like 30 minutes left <laughs> and you've I never seen the never end seen the, and, I, and it was like really starting to get interesting oh, you must have watched like, it with Crystal no. I watched it with <laughs> Justin, but I don't remember who shut it off. Um, in the edited for TV version, they omitted the profanities and um, the what? racial stuff. And what? Um, I, I said it she differently. She said When um, <laughs> I'm fucking <laughs> meditating. Channeling, channeling myself. I have some notes on Laura Lizzie, which is Christine Taylor. Okay. She was on Seinfeld. The Brady Bunch. Dodgeball. Dodgeball. I, we should put that on the list. That's a good movie. Arrested Development. Zoolander. Zoolander the cartoon. What? And That's a thing? Zoolander 2. Mm. I didn't even know there was that many. She was also on Crystal. Nine of the Demons 2. Yeah. Hey Dude. Y'all remember Hey Dude? I do. She's on 65 episodes. And she was in the horror movie Room 6. And she said that she really enjoyed being in that movie. Mm. Anybody? She's married to Ben Stiller, too, right? We're still talking about I Rochelle? I think they were. Are they still married? I think so. Or, okay. or they were. I don't know. I meant I to look I it up. I think that maybe they didn't. They got divorced, but I'm not positive. Mm. I read that Rochelle's character was originally to have an eating disorder and vomit in a mayonnaise jar and Ooh. hide it in the top of her bedroom closet instead of being bullied racially. Life stories, families in crisis. I'm kind of glad I didn't take that. Yeah. That would have yeah. been like, mm, 
That yeah, really was on. That. Do you remember that show on HBO? Mm-hmm. Life Stories. That was, yeah. You remember that one where yeah. she put jars in her closet? Mm-hmm. People would really do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Is it's that, a, what's that other show where they do all the weird things? Is it my, oh, my strange, my strange addiction? addiction. <gasps> Y'all. <laughs> never mind. I, I all I remember was like one episode where it was coffee enemas and I was like, never again. I mm-hmm. heard about that one. There was the baby diaper one. Did you see that? Oh, the woman that ate the stuffing in her couch? No, there was... I didn't see I that, that one. one. The one that drank gasoline? There that was one. the one that would eat the things from the tires. Her husband would, like, bring them home from work. It's like the little pieces... I know what you're talking about. She would eat them. <laughs> wow. Friends, friends off topic. <laughs> Last one I'm going to say was the one with the baby diapers that she would smell and suck on the baby diapers. Ooh. Used. Oh, and on that note, back to the movie. Fresh or like hanging out for a couple days? Oh, I, I can't remember. There was one that she preferred. I don't oh, remember if it was fresh no, or old. No. So now we see Bonnie is at the hospital for gene therapy. G E N E, not J E A N. You needed to know. The doctor yeah, says. She's having like painful burn treatment stuff. The doctor says it's non-invasive, painful, but non-invasive. How can it not be invasive? I was like, that is when so invasive. When you're trying to make scars disappear, like, it's somewhat invasive. They're like, stabbing. I know they use laser things and stat. Yeah, but it looks like a tattoo. Yeah, it doesn't look Tattoos non-invasive. are still invasive. Oh, so they got separated, but then they reconciled. Ah, good to know. And this looks like a very painful medical procedure. And it, it kind of looks like we're seeing the shitty parts of all the girls' lives. We see Sarah is laying in bed and remembering slitting her wrists. Nancy is walking home in the rain to a shithole trailer with a drunk mom and a drunk stepdad. And is, the dog's in the rain. Oh, I didn't On see a leash the dog. In the rain. Was it their dog? Yes. Oh, I didn't see that. She stopped and loved on it, and then like carried oh, I on. I that totally. But it was just couldn't. I it was just it. out in the rain. Oh, and then they left him because I sure didn't see a dog in that fancy apartment later. <laughs> so I noticed like water is dripping everywhere, even when she lays down on the bed. Mm-hmm. How horrible your bed would just be stinky and wet yeah. if your bed is getting dripped on. And I gotta say, poor Nancy. No wonder she hates everyone. Skeet makes fun of her at school. She's got a wet bed. Her parents are drunk. Now we see them in class, and Bonnie's hair is not greasy anymore, and she's less covered up. I think that's kind of a little mistake that they jumped ahead or redressed her too early. Yeah, her hair was too clean for the scene. And she's like, her shoulders aren't covered up and everything. Mm. Now they say they're going on a field trip. This is the scene where the trio invites Sarah to their field trip. Bonnie can be seen as her post-healed-up self. And in the following scene on the bus, Bonnie returns to her earlier character design. That's what I got. Okay. So they're on the bus, and they get dropped off. And here's, like, the iconic part where the bus driver says, be careful for weirdos. And Nancy says, we are the weirdos, mister. I love it. Or mister, we are the weirdos. No, she says we are the weirdos, weirdos, mister. mister. 
The girls' clothing started out very plain and modest in the movie, and Robin Tunney joked that the studio was getting worried about how dowdy they appeared in the first act, and as their powers grew, it reflected and their wardrobe became more flattering. Rachel True joked that as the powers grew, their skirts shrunk. I would Especially have... Bonnie. Yes. On that note, I want to add that the movie is actually credited for helping make goth fashion more mainstream in the 90s. Oh, I had no idea. Fleming wanted the witchy girls to dress like they were in The Cure. Says goth wasn't really a thing until that punk element was created in the movie. Well, thank you for mm. my future wardrobe. Yeah. Now? <clears throat> it's going to be your future wardrobe again? No, that was me in the 90s slash oh, 2000s. Yeah. Me too. Little did you know. Now I, I no wear idea. a lot of color. <laughs> Me too. Interesting to think about. They do some chanting and rituals together in the woods. And I'm guessing that they're forming their coven circle with the four winds being them. It looks like they all have their reasons for turning to each other and magic. Nancy takes the dagger that they use and says, as above, so below. And she stabs it into the ground. Did anybody see that movie? Yes. The, so below. About mm-hmm. the um, it's like the a found footage movie. Yeah, I loved mm-hmm. it. It didn't get. I loved it, but it didn't get good reviews. It was okay. Like the acting wasn't great. Maybe not. Maybe I have a low threshold of how good a movie needs <laughs> to be. You haven't seen very many, so <laughs> I haven't seen enough. <laughs> Ten in a year. <laughs> to her, every movie's great and grand. That's right. <laughs> they prick their fingers and they mix it with wine and they all ask for different things. Rochelle wants to not hate those who hate her, like Laura. And I thought that was pretty innocent to ask for and mm-hmm. kind. Sarah asks to love herself more. And I think, oh, that's nice. Then she puts in a picture of Chris and says that she wants to be loved by him. Yuck. Bonnie asks to be beautiful outside and inside. And I think that that's still pretty nice things to ask for. And then you get to Nancy and you're like, wow, what could Nancy ask for? Everything is so bad for her. She asks for all the powers of Manal and finishes the wine. And then a bunch of monarch butterflies come and land on them. Like the ritual is kind of real. Yeah, it's just like how greedy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And now we see them at school and Chris is staring at Sarah in class and he follows her outside and apologizes for what he did, basically saying that he had to do those things as a man. And he so says, disappointing. I know. <laughs> he says that he will tell his friends that he's lying and then he carries her and Bonnie's books into mass. And I'm like, where are his books? Uh, he doesn't do books. No books. He's, he's cool. an athlete. Uh, it doesn't no have books. to do books. None needed. And now I think we have Andrea's turn. Is it now? No. Oh, yeah. I didn't know how far into all that you were going to go. Like with his friends going. giving him shit and stuff. I can keep going or I can stop. No, that's cool. I like how you both take such extensive <laughs> notes on all parts. And I'm like, I'm doing my part. That's it. Well, the thing is, my notes are still a big mess. So. <laughs> Who can say it's good? As all the viewers know now. (laughs) So, yeah, Chris's friends are still giving him shit for being Sarah's bitch, asking him to hold their junk and their jock. And she literally tells him to sit. And he sits very obediently. In the next scene, they're slumber partying on someone's floor. 
Sarah asks if they ever played light as a feather, stiff as a board. And they all say no, which I'm like, how have you not? They're, yeah. a, Bonnie, they're a Bonnie's house. Yeah, no, yeah. I eventually figure that out when her mom comes in. But so in my notes, I'm going with it. Uh, y'all sorry. did um, play those games? Yeah. Like, we played all the slumber party yes. games. So what were the other but games? But I'm just saying, like, how could they be running around with this witchy-ass element and never have played this fucking game? Mm, like, how could point. they not have... You know they played Bloody Mary. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I was trying to remember what are the no. other... You want Bloody Mary? Never. I've um, never done that. Never, ever. I won't even do Candyman. No, um, no, we've done it all. Nope. I ain't scared. Let's go. The, no, nope, my not here. try to do that. I'd Let's be like, no. go. <laughs> Joe, I'm like, not in my house. house. Get the not fuck here. out. <laughs> That's a quick way to get your kicked out. That's right. That's a quick way to get me to run out of the bathroom real quick. So what are some of the other games that uh, you play at slumber parties? I was trying to Google and I couldn't find. Ouija. Uh, I don't know. We did fucked up shit. Like, that game where you hold your, uh, hold somebody closes their eyes. And you're yes. Yeah. You or you arms. hold their legs up and yeah. they sink into the ground yeah. and then they yeah, can't yeah. move. I was trying to remember. Or like I couldn't Google them to have games come up to try out. Yeah. Fun games. I'll play those. I won't play the others. <laughs> She's like none of this. I won't, don't stuff. worry. I'm I'm same. Do you? I won't. I don't know if y'all had played with a Ouija board or what, but I remember your I dad did. telling a story about how he had to leave work because there was a black arm coming out of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> that y'all called him. Can you imagine getting that call at work and explaining that to your boss? There was an arm coming out of the later on in Do life. Do you remember? Later on in life I found out that they just made that up. <laughs> but I really believed it. And oh, really, they told you that and you called I him. I really thought I saw it. Look, Aww. I brought home a drinking Ouija board game and she won't play it. Nope. I wouldn't play it. Nope. It's a drinking game. She's like, nay, nay. Nope. It sounds what if what if the bad stuff happens? Then you're in a scary movie. And drunk. Andrew, <laughs> and you cannot escape <laughs> all right so they all start chanting around rochelle as she lays on the floor they have candles lit rochelle starts lifting off the floor and one by one they are all opening their eyes and realize she's floating all is good until bonnie's mom knocks on the door with fresh towels and accuses them of getting high because no one's mom thinks witchcraft. Are getting high? <laughs> no Weren't one's mom smoking thinks though? witchcraft. I don't know. They just all started giggling and when she fell. And yeah. um, I think she thought they were getting high because they were all giggly. She wishes that but, that's what they yeah, were doing. I was like, no one's mom ever thinks witchcraft. Ever. No. It's just like, you're getting high. <laughs> Please get high. Don't do witchcraft. <laughs> Okay, the girls are hanging out in a different scene, eating ice cream, watching Bewitched, walking the halls in slow-mo, garbed in black and white fabric of the 90s. Yeah, they're living the good life now. Looking savage as fuck. Sarah walks past Laura Lizzie and yanks a chunk of her hair out. She says, sorry, I thought I saw a bug and gets called a bitch. I have shampoo for that. (laughs) Okay, next in Sarah's room, Sarah's braiding Laura's hair into Rochelle's hair, and she's wondering what will happen to Laura when she looks over and sees a picture of a woman. She asks, who's that? And Sarah says, oh, that's my real mother. 
She died when having me. And the next scene, Nancy's by the fireplace. Oh, no, they're in the same room. Nancy's by the fireplace, laying hands on Bonnie's naked back while Bonnie is chanting, Men all take my scars. This is like one of the first times over you and see over. Nancy like shows some sort of compassion. Yeah. Like, yeah, empathy. she looked really sad. Yeah. Yeah. I did note that down. Um, let's see. So we see that they're escalating in their witchcraft more, possibly towards the darker side. On uh, the school pool area. And the next day, we see Laura Lizzie get out of the water when she notices Rochelle on the board and tells her, I hope you hit your head on the board. What a bitch. Yes. And, and I think the coach finally says, cut it out, Laura. He only says, put a lid on it, yeah. Laura. Like, they don't dude, care. Dude, what coach allows that? Like, they're supposed to be on the same swim team or whatever, I thought. So yeah. it's just like, to me, you should not encourage that. I mean, I guess he's not encouraging it, but he's not discouraging it. I think they just kind of blow Some off Some coaches girls. are assholes. My basketball coach in high school uh, frequently made fun of us. What? What a douche canoe. What would he say? He, so I was filling in, trying to show everybody how to run this play or whatever. So I was filling in for one of the good shooters or whatever. And he was like, oh, Crystal, go stand. And he was like, oh, never mind. You're not, uh, you don't shoot as well as she does. Fuck. Someone else took my spot. I was like, reality. I would not handle that well. (laughs) I I would have cried. I quit later. So good. I, I mean, you're doing that. That's too bad because if he had encouraged you, maybe you could have been mm-hmm, a little the, better on the NBA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never. Is that what you're on? Never. I wish I was a little bit taller. I was a Paula. <laughs> All right. She sits and takes her swim cap off. This is Laura Lizzie. When she notices globs of her hair coming out, everyone starts rooting around in the back of her head, like everybody. And discovers this gnarly, scaly, bald patch on her scalp. And Rochelle has the perfect vantage point from the diving board to see it all go down. Then lands a perfect dive. I don't know what her coach is thinking. He just looks dumbfounded. (laughs) In the next scene, Bonnie's getting her skin peeled off. And beneath it, her skin is flawless. What's happening? Oh, getting her skin peeled off. It, it was. Like, sounds glamorous. Was, like, they're, I guess, peeling off the top layer. And uh, underneath, her skin's flawless. And the doctor tells her it worked. I feel like they were amazed. I don't think it was supposed to work that great. Yeah, they were just I, getting their like, money. By how astonished they are, you're like, oh, so they weren't expecting it yeah, to work. Yeah, it's a miracle. Okay, the next scene, the girls are asking. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's like America. <laughs> the next scene, the girls are asking if anyone's talked to or put eyes on Bonnie because she was supposed to be back at school today. Then in she walks with her hair finally out of her fucking face. Tits out. Oh, yeah. It's braided back, and she's dressed like a sexy schoolgirl vixen. She's being beamy, blah, 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 blah. She's beaming. She's very pretty. <laughs> she looks great. Yeah, she was feeling, you could tell she was feeling very um, pretty. 
No. What am I trying to think? Confident. Confident. Yes. Yes. And the boys look at her, too. Those douchebags that are (laughs) always picking. How's it going? Yeah. (laughs) With her new confidence, um, Anne says, sorry, my pedicure ran late. And everyone is drooling on themselves. The girls are hanging out in the grass behind the school in the next scene. And Bonnie and Rochelle are going on and on about how awesome Sarah is. Because she made all this power happen. And Nancy is brooding in the background, perched, (laughs) looking like a little gargoyle in the back. She looks a little bitter, maybe a bit butthurt. But the girls think it's because Nancy's spell hasn't come to fruition yet for her. I see she's got a nice yellow Walkman. You know, it's just all of Menon's power she's asking for. We need it all. She doesn't want to be white trash anymore. Like, honey, you're white. (laughs) (laughs) When she said that, I was like, oh, we're just putting it all out there. Yeah. (laughs) Our best friends do say the best shit, though. So it's It's true. Okay. Um, Nancy's parents are looking exceptionally disappointing. (laughs) Everyone's crammed in the RV arguing. Her dad makes an inappropriate pass on his own daughter. While mom's messing around in the kitchen, I don't oh, know. Oh, he's the, he's the stepdad. Stepdad, because okay. she said he makes comments about that. Okay, about uh, I didn't even catch that, but I was just like, gross. Either way, oh, gross. either way, it's disgusting. Yeah. All the while, mom's I don't know, trying to look busy in the kitchen. I don't think she ever does anything in the kitchen. She's but, too drunk. Um, in the script, it talked about um, Nancy. You feel really bad for her. Like, she talks about how her mother used to give her alcohol and laugh at her when she was drunk, when she was little, and that she was addicted to everything like sex, diet, coke, cocaine, cigarettes, anything that made you feel good. Wow. I thought that was interesting. I had read that um, Filardi said that Nancy was inspired by a real girl whose older brother lived in a trailer in the backyard and just had a hard go of it. She's true to the one I wrote. She embodied the earth element of fire. Hmm. And that that's the uh, writer of the mm-hmm. movie? Yeah. So, um, parents are arguing, and Dad goes to beating on her mom. When Nancy loses her shit, starts screaming at the top of her lungs, stop, and everything explodes, shit in the kitchen, bursts into flames, Nancy is mean mugging her stepdad when he grabs his chest. He's going down, folks. Good. He was awful. Yes. And Next. she just stares at him. Yeah, like continuously. I think that's when I learned to mean mug people. Like, you know, if looks could kill kind of <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> you're hoping And here for I it. am stuck with this bitch face now and I can't get rid of it. All right. Next, they're in an ambulance. This is Nancy and her mom. Nancy's stepdad is crashing. And her mom keeps screaming, what's happening? With her really bad wig. I don't Was know it a wig? I don't I know if it notice. was or not, but it looked really fucking terrible. It's like really puffed out and yeah, spiky. Yeah, it looked almost um, side. I always, when it comes to wigs, I always look at the yeah. hairline. Like always, that's where it's at. And so how do they do that? They put, they glue it and they put makeup over it or? Uh, yeah, well, you know, they have like the silk ones that they cut and then like they kind of work hair around it. Like, you know, you can leave this kind of hair out in the way they oh, cut okay. it. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure how, sometimes but, it's really blended in and you can't yeah. see it. Yeah, they didn't do very well. In that department. 
Let me turn the page here. Old school. Okay. I love it. <laughs> and the next scene, still cloaked in black and holding flowers in her lap and a cigarette in her hand, Nancy's mom is being told she's receiving $175,000 in life insurance. And they both start laughing and screaming and jumping around in joy right in front of this insurance man. See, I thought it was like a million dollars whenever. Oh, back then. Like, well, I remember like, that's so much money. Well, I remember the way they acted. Yeah. It was like, I mean, it's still a lot of money, but. That is, I mean, that's in your. If yeah, the, sizable. And yeah. back then, that was a lot. Yeah. So I wonder how often insurance people see scenes like that. Where mm. people just that's where my brain went. I was like, this they man probably see it. Is like <laughs> they probably see. I think um in the script it said he worked for Roto Rooter or something. Because I was like, oh. what job? Did he doesn't even look like he does anything. <laughs> they just found Who was him? giving him money. They just found him out and about. All right, now the girls are slow girl. Oh no, not the real person. Oh, I mean, dad? in the movie, the he was. Yeah, yeah. He was a wrote. That's where the oh. insurance came from. Oh, okay, <laughs> not I got the real you. Person. <laughs> I didn't look him up. I thought you were just like they just picked up a man off the <laughs> side was, of the street. He was he just was, hanging out in front. Okay, uh, let's see. Now the girls are slow girl walking, and oh yeah, we did that. They're. Fancy black goth grunge wear talking about whether or not they really killed him, being Nancy's stepdad. And Bonnie is now prowling on anything that walks. This is like they're walking out. She was ugly for so long. She can't help it. She's out of control. Like, out of control. Uh, The girls arrive at Nancy's new fancy apartment that is furnished with a whole couch and a jukebox. Yeah, there's like nothing in there. fucking it. (laughs) That only plays Connie Francis and Nancy's mom is lit. I had to look up Connie Francis. Did you know any of the songs? I'm glad you did because I did not. It's that Who's Sorry Now song. Oh. But there was a lot of them on Spotify. I I just figured it was probably Sad Country. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, they're all in fancy black because they left the funeral shit that day. Like she went out and got an apartment that day? Question mark. Oh, they were still in funeral stuff? Yeah. I did not catch that. Like the girls, when they went and visited, they were all dressed like they just came back from a funeral. And like, oh, mom and them were all still, maybe they're still in mourning. I don't know. Maybe they put them on ice for a while. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I did write down that I loved Rochelle's lipstick in this. Was scene. it dark? It was like this mauve brown yeah, color. That you're into the dark I colors. Want. Yeah. Uh, I see in her room, she only has a few things on her floor. She has her mattress, her Aquanet. I did see the Aquanet. <laughs> and just some random books. Sarah starts showing them her powers. She insta-blondes her hair. Like, if only I could do that with the blue. <laughs> I was going to ask, what would y'all do if you could do any of those Oh, I would have things? a different color of hair every day. All the time. And it wouldn't stain anything ever. Ever. I wouldn't. It wouldn't take me three hours to do I'd my get, hair. I'd get rid of all of these <laughs> wrinkles that I'm getting. Change your face. Yeah. Okay. That's it. 
she starts showing them her powers. Okay, yeah, we said that. She shakes it back brown after she turns it blonde, and Nancy asks for a smaller ass, and they all laugh. Her ass was already small. I How was thinking, small like, I didn't even it's know big. Nancy had, maybe that's what made it funny. Yeah. Okay. And oh, so, so yeah, in the script, um, oh, I'm a little bit early. Never mind. They had some more things happen with Nancy and her mom in the script that kind of oh. drove Nancy to where she gets to I be. Doubt. The mom kind of starts like they get the money and she starts doing heroin. Oh, God. There's like oh, a junkie. No. She like runs off with a junkie and leaves her a little bit of money in a drawer. Do they want this movie to be six hours long? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got a side story with Maybe a side story. See, I thought they were interesting side stories, but that must be why they cut it out. Yeah. Just like this podcast, we just keep going. <laughs> and going. Forever. And going. <laughs> All right. Sarah's sleeping when she hears her name being screamed at 3 a.m. by none other than Chris from below, who thinks they should move in together. And she tells him she's not ready for that kind of commitment right now. Chris tells her he can't eat or sleep. He thinks he loves her. He looks defeated when he tells a concerned neighbor that no one can help him. She, like, sends him home. The girls are at the occult store acting up. The owner tells them magic isn't black or white, but that whatever you send out, you get back times three. They're sending out some bad stuff. Yeah, basically do unto others. That is like the one thing I learned about magic. Like that's one thing I think I've always known is yeah. like you got to keep it positive, and whatever you send out, you'll get back times three. That would make me never do any of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't want anything back. Nancy looks in an invocation book and sees waves moving in it. The woman tells her it's for the experienced only, but still sells it to her for $29. Yeah. She wanted her money. <laughs> for the experienced only, but... We're going to let you have it for $29.99. <laughs> now they're walking towards the beach. Rochelle has a goldfish in a bag. Bonnie has a butterfly in a jar. Sarah has a bird in a cage. And Nancy has a snake in a jar. I saw uh, what each... she's trying to kiss. <laughs> I saw what each animal um, represents. Did yes. you see that? Mm -hmm, but there? you can let us know. Oh, no. If you have it, mm -hmm. you can read it. Go ahead. Um, Rochelle is carrying a fish because her passion is diving and she can't enjoy that as long as Laura Lizzie is bullying her. Mm -hmm. Bonnie carries a butterfly because it represents the beauty and adoration she has longed for after being ignored and seen as a monster. Sarah carries a love bird, a representation of her desire for Chris. And Nancy carries a snake, symbolic of rebirth, transformation, and immortality because Nancy wants a better life for herself and her mother and power for herself. Oh, cool. I'm glad you explained all that. Because oh, I didn't. This was on We IMDb. were trying to figure it out. Like, we Yeah, we thought it was earth, air, fire, and water, but there was no representation for fire. So, I was Well, like, there was. Oh. Bonnie oh, had her scars. Like, her Bonnie was the representation of fire. That's what I thought. Like, Rochelle was water because she dove and stuff like she swam yeah oh bonnie was fire because she was burned and then i had sarah was earth and nancy was air that makes but sense 
This is just on IMDb, so yeah. maybe they're... Because oh. some of those things were already done. Why would she still want the love spell? Because yeah. it's already done. Why mm-hmm. would... Rochelle is already diving better and Bonnie is already pretty. Yeah. So I'm... Maybe that's not what it really represented. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. y'all were right. I like that. We were trying to look too much into it. <laughs> no, no, I think that sounds good. Okay, so they're all chilling around fire. Nancy is kissing her snake. Um, which I will say, any scene with snakes, I truly fucking struggled. <laughs> like, I, I stop breathing. My chest hurts. Like, I tighten up. I just, I can't with the snakes. I started watching my part, and there were snakes everywhere. I was like, how <gasps> did you get through this? I was like, it was rough. <laughs> it was really rough. <laughs> All right. Um, they call to the corners, and they pray to the four corners. Water, fire, earth, and air. It's thundering and lightning, and the water camera is spinning around this campfire. Oh, I put the water was rushing and the camera is spinning around the campfire while they attempt to invoke their god. Did y'all read about this part in the, um, like how the weird things were happening during this I part? I saw a little bit. No. You should tell us. Okay, so when the water rushes up to the bonfire, like when it puts it out, they're like for real happened because every time they would start this invocation, the water would rise. That's scary. And, yeah, so when the water was rising and acting up and shit, that was, like, real life. It's real. It really rose up and put their fire out. <laughs> and they had, like, a real lady there, uh, mm-hmm. which I have her information. Person to let me let you help them with her. those things. Uh, what is that? Okay, her name is Pat. Devin. She was hired as a Wiccan consultant at the time. She was the first officer of the Southern California Local Council in the Covenant of the Goddess, Mm. which is the largest and oldest Wiccan religious organization in the U.S. Oh, wow. Yep. What's she doing now? That I don't know. But I did read that um, I have a couple, well, uh, one more note for her. That uh, Manoa is not real, as per Pat. She didn't want teenagers running around wild invoking anything that was real. Like, she didn't want oh, this yeah. movie that was smart. to encourage. Um, but Menanon is real Gaelic god of sea. So... That's and then there why were all the ocean stuff. Yeah, was when they were doing that, that's why they were saying like it was kind of like shady, mm-hmm. scary stuff. I thought the beach scene was really scary. Whenever yeah. uh, it's all spinning around, like you said, and the lightning and everything. Yeah, I was like, I'm about to get sick. I had uh, that cave that they're in. Oh, oh, I didn't write. Yes, I did. So that cave was in Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, The Big Lebowski, Grease, 51st Dates, Castaway, The Karate Kid, and Furious 7. And when I saw Karate Kid, I was like, I remember them talking about that beach being used in mm-hmm. Karate Kid. When we did the last ep- the last episode. Yeah. yeah. So then I was like, it must have been used in Point Break also. Yeah. And that is why maybe beach park i don't know how to say it for sure in oahu the big island of hawaii and it's um what does it do some of the beach shots were at leo carrillo state beach in malibu 
Sorry. Oh, that must have been about the other thing. Doing off-topic things. Terrible. And that invoking the spirit means to summon a spirit. Mm. So they're summoning the spirit. Duh. Yep. They start repeating. <laughs> <laughs> I had to Google it. I wanted to know what it was. They start repeating. We invoke thee. The bottles burst. Nancy is struck by lightning. And the screen goes dark. The girls are waking up on the beach, and they join on the shore, watching Nancy's crazy ass walking on water, talking about, I can feel him running through my veins. He's still... <laughs> she plays she, crazy so oh, yeah. well. He's, I can feel him in me. <laughs> he's still in me, but looking like she put something in her veins. <laughs> she looked out of it. Well, if she got struck by lightning, um, it has some... Um, this is one of those times where I think she really scared me as, like, a mentally unstable person. She looked it. Yeah. Um, okay, so she starts her evil cackling laugh as the camera pans out, and we see the beach is covered in dead sharks. Nancy runs right up to one, rubbing it and screaming, this is my gift to all of you, which I'm just like, what the fuck? Oh, and then there's a lady said, with her dog standing yeah. there. She said these are my gifts that it gave. It came from um, Manel. Yeah, she was like, he's in me. He's everywhere. He's in everything. And the lady walking her dog is like, mm -hmm. I just wanted to walk my dog. What Sarah. is this? Sarah's looking at her like she's crazy and tells the girls she's tired of hurting Chris and that she thinks it's enough as they are running through green lights because Nancy's wild ass is driving because let's put the one who walks on water behind the steering yeah. wheel. She must have calmed <laughs> down a little. Uh, she didn't calm down while she was driving because they were speeding and she was changing all the lights oh, yeah. to green. Until she decided to not change the last one. Um, I would not have been in that car. Yeah, she's feeling invincible. Nancy asks her if Sarah wants out of the circle. Then proceeds to drive through a red light to scare Sarah. Rochelle is wrapped in a towel in the next scene. When she walks in on Laura Lizzie. Pulling what's left of her hair out in a gym room shower stall. And she's mortified as she backs away. Chris is begging Sarah for a dinner date. Like, a begging. Uh, later, she's talking to him. They're parked. He's talking nonsense and can't help it. She asks if they're going to a restaurant. And he says no. She asks if he ever just wonders where all this... Feel comes from and he says he can't think he just feels he just woke up one day and couldn't wait to see her and it's like that every day he's never letting go this is when he starts sounding scary yeah uh he starts forcing a back rub on her she jumps out saying she'd rather walk then he chases her tries to rape her she knees him in the balls and takes off running and he chases after her she got a super love spell. Yeah, like the one you don't want. Yeah. She's getting it back times three. Well, I was about to say. Yeah. Sarah shows up looking disheveled, hot mess, and tells Bonnie after surviving. Oh, no, Bonnie shows. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying here. Hang on. Sarah shows up 
disheveled hot mess at Bonnie's. That's what I'm saying. Good job. (laughs) After surviving her chase with Chris, and she tells her what happened about the dead look in his eyes. The girls discuss where he could be next. They decide on Trey's party. Chris is there looking for Sarah when he finds Nancy, who attempts to seduce him. He pushes her off, and she stays on the floor, knees up to her chest, crying. This Very too scary crying. is when she mentally unstable scares me. And then she looks up with crazy in her eyes. And Joelle is your turn. It's is not. it? It's I like, mean, it's Crystal's it's turn. Like, it's I'm sorry. Turn. Oh, no. I messed up again. Look, we go around the circle and I still can't get it right. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, no. So Nancy disguises herself as Sarah to try to seduce Chris. And obviously it works because they're like hardcore making out. And then you see the other girls arrive in a cab to the party looking for Nancy. What? Nothing. Nothing. You farted and we were laughing at you. <laughs> Why are you laughing at what did I do? I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at me. What did you do? These are my notes for the next part. Oh, just the one. Okay. <laughs> no, no. That's for my part. Oh, okay. So you're... I watched the end while at work because ah, yeah. we multitask in this land. Hey, that's the only way it's going to happen. Yeah, but I couldn't take notes because I had to do computer things. So Laura stops Rochelle to talk to her. Yeah, shut the hell up, both of you. (laughs) Focus. Sarah walks in on Nancy and Chris, and then Chris looks and realizes that it's Nancy and jumps up and calls her a witch. Nancy says Sarah's a witch, too, and the only reason you're in love with her is because she cast a spell on you. That was really kind of a badass, like, cool to thing to do tell him all those things like well just the whole trick of it all like yeah. on him because i think she really was jealous of his yeah she life. was well because whenever they were in the mass and the two girls talked about her spells not mm-hmm. working um in the script she said didn't you do a love spell on him what yeah. happened with that and you rubbed all that oil all over your body and broke out in a rash <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. So Nancy says he has to pay. And Chris says that she's just jealous. Then that's when Nancy goes crazy. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. Uh, So. Man, she starts shaking her head. And I'm just like, how does your brain not hurt? It probably did. Like when she's like. Chris apologizes. And then Nancy is doing the crazy head thing and screaming. (laughs) And Chris flies out of the window and thuds on the ground. Oh, snap, snap. It's a literal thud. Yeah. yeah. It kind of, all the people that they're doing these things to, it gets so bad that you start to feel sorry for them. Uh Yeah. Even though they were bad people. So the next day, Sarah's in bed and talking to her dad. She cuts out a picture. Well, she cuts a picture of all four of them uh, and just cuts Nancy out of it. And starts to do a binding smell f- spell. <laughs> <laughs> Smells good. Binding smells. Love it. <laughs> um, um, to bind her from harming other she's people. She's going to be riding your ass her now. <laughs> Listen, I know I say I it deserve too. it. I deserve it the most out of anyone. <laughs> Sarah's lying in bed and the three girls 
her her bedroom doors from outside burst open and three girls fly in laughing and trying to choke her. Then she wakes up. And then next scene, she's at school and goes to hide in a bathroom stall. And I, I don't know why. She looks distraught and hides. I, yeah. yeah, I think she saw them maybe, or I don't know, because she does. She, like, runs in there like she's, like she's hiding from hide them. from somebody, yeah. Um, the girls uh, bust into the stall. Sarah says she wants out. Nancy says, fine, they don't really need a fourth. And the other girls heartily agree, like little bitches. Oh, yeah, right? I'm now. just like... Where did you think you got this fucking power from? All of this This natural ass witch is from Sarah. Everything that's happening with Mm her is Sarah. Nancy said if she's going to leave the circle. Ungrateful. She might as well leave the school (laughs) or the city or the planet. Bitch. Nancy says, and please don't try to do any more spells on me. Is this not like real life high school? Yeah, for real yeah, though, like so that's how girls work. In it. Because when I like, I try to put myself back there, and like when Nancy was talking shit about Chris on the football field and stuff about how he wasn't interested in her the whole time, I'm thinking she was jealous. Then, like, yeah, yeah. you know, you kind of want to feel sorry for her, but then at the same time, I'm just like, that shit a jealous girl would say, so you wouldn't fuck around with them. And she's very jealous yeah. of her. She's got the guy she wants. Mm-hmm. She's got the powers that Natural she Natural powers at yeah. that. Yeah. So she, Nancy says, in the old days, if a witch betrayed her coven, they would kill her. And they walk away. The lackeys tell her sweet dreams and ask her how she's been sleeping. Bitches. So mean. Sarah. Right? Like y'all were besties yesterday, still in shit. So I saw back to the script, if anybody cares. <laughs> well, to me, it just kind of made some of the things in the movie make sense. I was like, God, they just hate her so much. They just want to murder her all of a sudden. And it said that the police went to visit Nancy and fucked with her and said that Sarah said that she pushed him out the window. Mm. Oh. So the police kind of started it. Gotcha. I don't know. I thought that it was interesting. Sense. Okay, so Sarah goes to the witch at the shop they always go to. I don't know the woman's name or the name of the shop. Oh, I I wrote it down. I don't remember it. Well, we'll get to it eventually, I suppose. I just call it the occult store. Okay, so then they go into the back room. She says that Sarah has a tremendous light inside of her and that her mother was also a witch, and she's telling her to be strong. The woman tells her she has to invoke the spirit, and Sarah says it made Nancy crazy, and Zoria, I will say that's her name. It's not that; it's something. Says that Nancy like took that. it to a dark place. She has to invoke him. There's no other way. And then I'm assuming it's Nancy that puts a glamour on the store and makes it look like it blows up, and then it just goes right back to looking normal right after that. And Sarah runs. She arrives home and no one is there, and her phone rings, and it's Nancy. She said, Sarah's family blew, flew black. <laughs> <laughs> flew back to San Francisco. They thought Sarah ran away. Nancy says, there's been an accident, and to go look at her TV. Lirio. Lirio? That's what it says. Why the fuck am I calling her Zoria? <laughs> I couldn't remember it. It's Lirio. better than you didn't know her name Lirio. at all. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like Zoria. Just saying. No, I know. That one, I feel like it's more fitting. 
There is a a plane crash with no survivors, and I suppose that's the plane that her family was supposed to be on. Yeah, this part was like fucked up when they start really fucking with her hardcore. Oh, just horrible. Yeah. yeah. Sarah runs outside, and there are snakes everywhere. Oh, I don't like it. And she runs back inside, and now there are scorpions, rats, and roaches everywhere. She yells, stop it, and Nancy pops in and says, gotcha. And then Nancy talks some shit and runs off, and then all the pests are gone when she comes out. You know what I do? I say, and then. Very I think often. I said, as let's much see. as uh. I say, let's see. I have some notes on all the critters. Let's go. Okay. The snakes and bugs were real. Uh, the boa constrictor was more than 10 feet long in the climax at Sarah's house. There were around 2,000 snakes used. The cockroaches on Bulk's face was fake. They used a green screen thing on her face. Thank God, like a it was green horrible. screen type face shape thing. Out of all the things, yes, yeah. I could not <laughs> have handled roaches. the roaches. Same. The maggots, rats, and other roaches were real, and the house was actually sealed so that if the roaches couldn't escape but if they did they were bred especially for the film to where they couldn't reproduce i feel like they're on (laughs) right so they sealed this entire house filled with roaches that can't reproduce who would film this like who has roaches especially made for a film to where they can't reproduce if they leave the house they have They have things for films that's like, I remember I listened to something about The Office and they had fruit flies one time and everything was like timed a certain way of when they get the certain things and mm-hmm. bred them for them. Ugh, and man. Just for fruit flies. Can you imagine just being a bug dude that did that? Like that's your go. All right. Uh, so Sarah starts going downstairs and notices all the pests are gone. And when she gets down there, all the girls are there. Nancy said, Sarah's going to kill herself tonight. Sarah says, no, I'm not. (laughs) And then all the girls start levitating. Nancy says, she kills Chris. She killed Chris and she killed her mom. And then proceeds to tell her she killed her while she was having her. They're Uh, so horrible. They are so horrible. But I really do wish I had levitation powers. (laughs) Be real convenient. What would you do with them? I would not even have to walk on these legs. (laughs) I could float. (laughs) <laughs> weightless surely they have a little hover belt on amazon <laughs> shut up <laughs> google it find my ass in a tree in your yard one day <laughs> okay rochelle wants to know why sarah's not using magic on them and nancy says it's because she's awake that's it that's right there it's a good good impression and they all start chanting now is the end let her go in peace A suicide note appears on the ground saying that uh, Sarah killed Chris and that she's sorry. Nancy cuts Sarah's scars open. What does she cut? Did she have a knife in her hand at that time? No, but she made like a slice. She did like a slice. Yeah, but she didn't really slice her. Like she just did. I thought she really did. The thing and like her wounds opened. Okay. So it's like a magic thing because she has Manol's powers now. But I think when they did it, they did it the right way. At the end. She went up ways? I don't know. Mm. I'd have to see it again. I don't know. I thought her wounds just opened, reopened. Might be some magic. So Sarah's scars open, and then Nancy tells her to run. 
like the coward she is and she runs upstairs to her room and nancy says she's so pathetic man you're so unstable yeah so much (laughs) so much screaming Sarah is, I think she's rocking on the floor at this point, asking for help. And Nancy, you can hear her downstairs mocking her. Nancy tells Rochelle to go see what's going on upstairs. And Rochelle says no. And then Nancy screams, get your lazy ass up those stairs or I'll slit your throat. What a bitch. So what would have happened after this? Would they have just all remained? There's no way they could have remained friends. After this, no. I feel like they're the, all so awful. Well, yeah, because even the two girls, like, they eventually got to where they realized, like, we've passed that. Yeah, that's this that is the limit. Part. She was like, "This is too much." Yeah. yeah. And then um, Bonnie offers to go upstairs with Rochelle. Sarah's on the floor and starts invoking Manon. Bonnie calls for Sarah, and Sarah starts to do a glamour spell. And then Bonnie and Rochelle pass by a mirror and see that Bonnie's scars are back and worse than ever because now they're on her face. Oh, yeah. Her spell was like, make them see times three or some shit like that. By the power of three times yeah. three, make them see, make them yeah. see. They see it. Um, yeah, they and do. Rochelle is losing her hair. So both of them run out and leave. And <laughs> Nancy's like, where are you going? All like innocent sounding. Right. Stupid. Um. Sarah's scars close up and heal like you see the blood go back into her body. Nancy is walking up the stairs. Sarah walks out of a mirror and scares Nancy. That was Nancy. cool. Yeah, it was pretty. That was so that was cool when neat. she walks out of that mirror. Yeah. Nancy asks why Sarah isn't dead. Sarah says he came to her, saved her. And then you see a roach crawl Filter. in Nancy's oh. motherfucking cheek. He be jeebies so much. That's why she said green screen, green screen. <laughs> horrible. Manon has a message for Nancy. She's in deep shit. You've been acting up, bitch. She's abused what he's given her, and now she has to pay the price. Mm-hmm. And now there are roaches all over Nancy. Man, she just keeps, like, shaking them off like it's no big deal. Like, they're, they're coming. coming out of like, your jacket. Like, you have jacket. four ginormous hissing cockroaches on your hand like it's normal. I wish and you're you just could. She's just shaking them off. Shake, understand shake how... <laughs> ill it makes me like i'm getting goosebumps (laughs) nancy's fingers turn into snakes and then she falls and screams and there's cockroaches and snakes and coming out of her nose and mouth orifices Mm, all the holes yep and then she screams and closes her eyes and all the pests disappear nancy get up gets up and apologizes she said she's gonna go sarah says one thing first and starts a binding smell i bind you nancy from doing harm harm against other people and harm against yourself nancy says wait and then she gets real quiet and attacks sarah yeah man she like flies at her they fly against what a a little wall yeah she flies and pushes her against the wall thing yeah uh which we find out later is a closet yeah and then a dresser comes slamming into them and then it runs into Sarah. Yeah. And then Nancy goes back and looks through the rubble and finds Sarah's clothes. But she knows something's up. Yeah, because she's like, tricky, tricky, tricky. And then she raises the knife and goes to stab at it and Sarah appears back in the clothes and kangaroo kicks Nancy in the chest. (laughs) Kangaroo (laughs) kick. That's a good description. (laughs) (laughs) Kangaroo kick in the chest and she flies backwards into a mirror. Sarah resumes her binding smell. I don't know how much later this part is. Oh, uh, I skipped over the part where you just see 
falling glass. Um, I don't know how much later the part is. Rochelle and Bonnie go to see Sarah and ask how she is, and they want to apologize. They want to know if she still has her powers, because they don't. They offer to hang out and chant or call the corners, and Sarah says, maybe, and hold your breath until I call, and walks away. She's good at being rude. Rochelle says she probably doesn't have any powers anyway. Sarah hears that, turns around, and then the wind starts picking up. <laughs> Sky turns dark, lightning strikes a tree, and uh, Bonnie and Rochelle almost hit by the limb that falls down. And Sarah says to be careful. You don't want to end up like Nancy. And then we see Nancy in the crazy house, mm-hmm. constantly screaming that she's flying, and she gets sedated. Case is all the, cut what up. the hell did nur- the nurse say? She said something funny that I meant to note down, but I didn't. Oh, I didn't. I don't know. He I just... gave you something, but it wasn't the power. Something <laughs> like that. She got the shot. Yeah. yeah. I read that there's actually a deleted scene where Sarah goes and visits Nancy at the mental hospital and tries to help her get better. Oh. What a nice human. I'm glad she didn't. Same. <laughs> yeah. So She's where she deserves to be. So that fight scene, do y'all remember on the MTV Movie Awards, it got... I got best fight. Yeah. Nice. The other ones in the category was The Cable Guy, Mars Attacks, Police Story 4, mm-hmm. Jackie Chan, First Strike. I've never heard of that. In my and life. Barb Wire. Hmm. And the best kiss that won that year was Marsha on The Brady Bunch. Nice. Of course it was. <laughs> With the brother. <laughs> So when she kissed her brother, what? I think so. Huh? She kisses. They kiss Greg. Oh, yeah. The other best kiss ones wow. was Romeo and Juliet, Bound, Phenomenon, and a very Brady sequel. It's her and her and the brother. I thought that was funny. So that's the end. The credit song is Heather Nova. I have the touch, and then there's nothing in the end credits. Interesting. I read that over 85 actors were considered for the leads, including Angelina Jolie, Alicia Silverstone, Holly Marie Combs, Scarlett Johansson, who was 12 at the time. I was going to say, she's young. 12 at the time. Angelina Jolie would have been good. She plays crazy well. She would have been good. It took them nine months to go through Pick all those right actors, people. 85 of them. Wow. Yeah, I guess they just couldn't make up their minds. Hmm. I also found that The Craft was made into a drag show. <laughs> what? Starring Peaches Christ. The oh. tagline, now is the time, this is the hour, drag is our magic, drag is our power. I love it. I, I was watching cool. it. <laughs> I saw it. Did y'all watch the musical video that I sent you that I found there was a... a a musical, unlicensed musical of the craft. And no, it was funny. I did I'll, not get a chance to watch. Oh, I, I think I did get a chance to watch that. I may have scheduled it to post on our Facebook. Okay, because I was like, I normally watch all y'all's ridiculous ass videos, and I did not see that. I think, I think Sorry. that's all my notes I have, other than the French teacher was Hungarian. No, you said that earlier. Oh, I said that to you guys, but I don't think I said it on the podcast. Oh, maybe not. We had stopped for a minute. Okay. Oh yeah, you're right. I had a bunch of notes on 1996, but I felt oh, like I do we have had a list of all up. the strange things that happened during the movie. Tell us. Okay, so um, and it's really not as much as they try to make it out to be, but I guess they had a lot of um, 
events that just kept repeating themselves. Mm. So when the girls start the incantation on the beach, the camera is spinning, the rise of the water and waves that washed out the campfire, I told y'all. That was for real, for real. And that happened multiple times. It wasn't even just like the one time. It was like every time they would start this incantation, the waves would rise. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't finish I doing it. I think because it. they were, like, saying it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. I think they were praying to the other one. Uh, okay. The forecast would be clear for filming. Then a rainstorm would appear from nowhere, which that's just living in Louisiana. Or Florida. Or Florida, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and they had a white owl. That followed them to several locations. Oh, that's neat. Like, it would just appear Mm. when they were filming. And, like, not even close locations. Like, across town locations. That's That's really cool. And where did they film it? They were in, like, California? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Probably not a lot of owls over there, I guess. I don't know. I had my 1996 info, but I skipped it for time. I could just put it on Facebook. Or do do you still have time? No, give it to us. I like that we kind of close up all our notes and what we miss throughout the thing. Um, in 1996, the year this movie was released, the Unabomber was arrested. A stamp cost 32 cents. Braveheart won Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Kiss from a Rose was the song of the year. Oh, I remember that one. Who sang that? Um, Seal. Seal, yes. That is when Tupac Shakur was shot four times in a drive-by oh, shooting. Man, I remember hearing that in school. Yeah. Um, that's when the cloning thing was going on when they cloned Dolly the sheep. I remember that. Yes. Where is my clone is what I want to (laughs) know. Fuck. Need one. DVDs were launched in Japan. This is when Brad Pitt and Gwyneth Paltrow were a power couple. I don't remember that. They were featured. How do I not remember that? I don't know. Maybe they kept it low key or I just was busy with my own life. I guess maybe we were just younger. Did y'all want to know about the cult Didn't store? Care. Yes. Okay. While researching the craft, Faruza Balk became familiar with Pan Pipes Magical Marketplace in Hollywood, eventually buying the store and continuing to operate until 2001 when she sold it to Jaime Darling and Vicki Adams, whom she had brought in as managers after her own purchase in 1995. Sweet. Mm, I love that you found that. Uh, this is when the top Billboard songs was Macarena, <laughs> One Sweet Day. I think I still uh, remember all the moves. <laughs> and Because You Loved Me. Well, it was like a P.E. event. So I know. Mar- it <laughs> really was. It really, really was. That was fun, though. I and loved when we danced in P.E. And then I I did, too, because I can't really dance, and I need someone I to direct me. I can't dance at all. So they said the PG-13 rating was sought and they followed all the guidelines, but in the final outcome, the film was rated R because the film dealt with teenage girls using witchcraft, yeah. like mm-hmm. like you said earlier. Witchcraft mm-hmm. shit. Very interesting. <laughs> they wrapped a life cast of Feruza Balk's head and torso in green screen material. For the roaches. Yep. Mm. Over 3,000 snakes, pythons, boas, water snakes, garter snakes, rat snakes, and a 10-foot Amazon constrictor. Mm-mm. Even rare albino snakes. I would have died instantly. My heart would have they stopped. They could put all those things on me. They could put rats on me. That doesn't Mm-mm. bother me. A roach? No, ma'am. Um, so we're going to post. Did anybody have anything else? No, that's nope. all my notes. I we're going to put up our voting on Tuesday for our next movie. Next week, we have... 
The Lost Boys coming out on Sunday. And so we'll be voting on the one after The Lost Boys. Mm -hmm. Make sure you share us with your friends so we can grow our podcast and hit that follow button. Yes, please follow us because you probably won't see all of our posts on the social media. Yeah, leave a review. A good one. If you subscribe and follow us on Spotify, you'll know when we put up a new episode. And Crystal puts up TikToks. And is there anything else we need to add? I think that's it. Everything. Bye, bitches. Where's our topic? (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.